the way I'm speaking with you, that's the way I would speak on a video. Obviously, three years ago, my levels of maturity and language were a little different. But, right. but basically, I never thought of what I do as content. But 2018, after switching to Hindi, I got sucked into that game and sucked into, you know, so many voices coming my way that they sometimes overpower your own voice and they right. become louder. So uh-huh. then you give you start listening to them more. Whereas I believe you should never fucking stop listening to that own voice of yours, whether you call it instinct or whatever, because because that is the only place from where originality stems out, right? That is literally the only place. But with me, when I started listening to other people and stuff, man, the shit which I made on YouTube in Hindi, like I'm not proud of it. Um, the the most loyal, the most connected, the most genuine subscribers which we had, which for me is like a family, I call it the brotherhood and stuff like that. They noticed this, you know, and they openly were telling me like to the point where one day when I saw this, I realized that, you know, this, this, this was a place in the road where we took wrong turns. So we got to come back. That is why right now I'm on a complete break from Hindi YouTube and I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm only going to come back with one video, most probably, and that will be, please unsubscribe from my channel because I just want the real ones to stay. Because of the shit that I started doing, I got collected a lot of junk subscribers along the way. People who are there only for the immediate gratification. People who are there only to watch the video but not implement it. People who are there because they think that I can give them XYZ, whereas the real subscribers are understanding that my XYZ is just a starting point and then the ABC will start again. ABC, like A2, B2, C2, X2, X2, Y2 and then the cycle will repeat and the cycle will repeat. And that cycle is basically your own personal expansion in every aspect of life. Mm. And you go through it again and again and every time your consciousness is just expanding more and more and more and more. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. This Mm -hmm. fucking YouTube question just went everywhere, man. Right. I mean, I was like, we effectively have started the podcast, but I haven't been able to introduce you to the people. Uh, That's all right. Go for it. Just do it now. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I am here with Sirith Kalra. Sirith Kalra is a masculinity coach and mentor and somebody who does not like to be called a YouTuber, but effectively the numbers say that he is some sort of a YouTuber. Um, Sirith Kalra owns the channel The Free Man. Um, it is now also a university and a social media network, which he calls The Brotherhood. Uh, Sirud, according to me, is a pioneer in the in the industry as far as India is concerned. He was the first person along these ideas that I came into contact just by the means of sheer social media. And I have been some sort of a follower since, what, 2016, I would say. Yeah, even 2016, mm. later 2016, early 2017. Mm-hmm. I am glad we were able to connect, my friend, because I mentioned the last time we spoke as well that that was something um, I had intended that would... That, that you would show up on my cards once I start doing something, but I did mm. not know it would be this soon and I would, did not mm. anticipate it to be this pleasant. So mm-hmm. I have a bunch of questions, uh, not not just not a bunch of questions. I, I think that would be demeaning. I think I have a bunch of themes that I wanted to discuss with mm. you. Uh, uh, have have uh, my ideas, uh, interact with your ideas, see how similar and how dissimilar they are. Because mm. um, I have gone down that route. I have been a student of the school of masculinity as it stands. I have in the more academic setting, in the more field, you know, how they call the field, the field as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that. And it's, 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 it's interesting to know somebody else's journey that was, that was similar in that sense. But, mm. you know, here is where I want to begin. Um, I want to take a quick second out to remind you that you can subscribe to my podcast if you like its content. The subscribe button's right on the top of your app screen. 
Thank you and enjoy the show. I was thinking about what themes I want to talk to you about, and there were two particular pins on the board that I had, and the, and the pins were had to do with you being a masculinity coach, right? Mm-hmm. Before I ask you what masculinity is, before I ask you why it's needed, whatever it is, let me let me let me ask you these two questions. The first one being, why did you start the venture, and the second one being, why do you think it works? Mm-hmm. Because I think it communicates a massive meat of what I want to get at in this conversation. Mm-hmm. So, coming to the first question as to why did I start this? Now, this is something which I've been doing for myself since I had my first heartbreak. All right, and my first heartbreak was probably around the age of fourteen, uh, because always there's a goal which comes into your life, um, the first one that you have a major crush with, and then you see a little bit of possibility of something happening with her. You start imagining scenarios which are way beyond reality. Oh. <laughs> All right, and you start. Yeah, brilliant scenario because I call it that, I call it the soulmate's illusion, you know, because you start imagining marriage, kids, like you go as deep as possible in every retarded fashion, basically. And with me, when something like that happened and obviously didn't work out because for most of the guys, the first one never works out, you know, and that is, I think, the first spur because of which they either get into improving themselves like they get into improving themselves but normally it is either by getting into the gym focusing on building a body and stuff because they feel that the physical aesthetic is what will get women you know attracted to them that is one thing the other thing is they focus on okay i'm i'm an introvert or i am a loser or a failure or reject and i need to now you know improve my personality or confidence these are the two hopefully positive outcomes of this kind of scenario but there are negative outcomes also. So I've had my first tryst with depression probably all the way back then, which was a very minor tryst compared to what I've gone through in the recent years. But I, I took it in the negative sense in the first particular, uh, you know, few months of this kind of a rejection or whatever you want to call it, this kind of an experience. But after that, I was like, you know, now any girl that I can put my eyes on and if I desire her, I should be able to have her. Mm-hmm. And now you see that is that is like if, if we round that back to masculinity, you will see that that is a very boyish expression of being masculine or having the power or the ability because having the power is one side of the game. Knowing how to use it, when to use it is what actually makes you truly masculine at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can say that the boy psychology, as Carl Jung would say, was was pretty active back then. And I started studying about all this stuff. This thing started from there when I was 14, 15 years old by learning everything about female psychology, how to attract women. I got into that PUA stuff and then I realized that, you know, none of that can be applied in India. I was in school. I was too young. India's culture is very different. This is all the way back then. So I knew that PUA, luckily, I did not get sucked into the PUA thing. As you mentioned that, you know, you were in the field before. I was never in the field. I have never practically practiced PUA. And I would never do it, to be honest. Just, I would just never. A point, of clar- a point of clarification, PUA is pickup art, but please go ahead. Yeah. So I would never, never, never practice that because, uh, but I was applying the tricks subliminally, you know, in my texting, in my own Indian adaptation of that pickup culture with the culture which Indian high school had. So I was trying to do whatever I could 
on my own but then you know the growth expanded i realized i had a lot of girlfriends i had like what 16 17 girlfriends in those two years uh many of them simultaneously at the same time yeah yeah not a bad number at all man i was i think i was i think i was telling you this on the first call that we had that i would date a girl then i would make sure that i can date her best friend that i would ensure that i can date their mothers then i would ensure that i can date their mothers sisters or whatever so you know it was it was kind of like a power trip because you started understanding how to manipulate people's behavior you started understanding how to achieve a desired outcome now that is again a power trip of another sort so but but the inner you know fulfillment never took place because i realized that this what i'm looking for i'm looking for on the outside in another person then the investment changed from investing outside to investing on the inside mm-hmm. and as soon as i started university as soon as i started my bachelor's is when the entire focus came towards my sport because that became my next biggest weapon of learning discipline of learning tunnel vision of learning how to keep your eyes on a very very long term objective and i got into bodybuilding first always a natural athlete because i suffered from hypothyroidism and all that shit in school uh so then i realized bodybuilding i cannot progress because i will have to put shit in my body etc then i went on to uh, powerlifting because i was naturally always a little strong when it came into being in the gym and stuff so then the growth was happening in that area on the inside i was reading a lot much deeper about masculinity this that so i was forever doing this shit for myself mm-hmm. and continuously sharpening that blade each and every day each and every day each and every day in theory by reading every day in practice by controlling my entire environment i was a control freak of another level all right i would control the lives of everyone around me just so that my selfish self progression and self improvement would not take a back seat right, right. Mm-hmm. so i was advancing but if i would have continued at that path uh, on that path then it was surely a path in which i would have forever been alone and i actually know a couple of people today who are very good with self improvement but they are alone because they could not get their control freakishness in control mm-hmm. basically out of the picture yeah that's quite exactly. ironic it's insane it's insane just yesterday right. i put up a picture on instagram uh, because one of my closest people was in my city just for a day i had time with him you know and i put up a picture that you need to take out time to sit down with your loved ones or your family and to do nothing don't talk about work don't talk about bitches don't talk about your relationships whatever it is don't talk about anything because celebrating love does not require an activity right and we are actually like people i'm sorry i'm digressing a little bit here but people who get into the self improvement game if you think about it they at the end of the day craving love in some format they're craving recognition or they're craving that they become so great that they can love themselves so they're uh-huh. craving that love in some way or another but you got to make time for that fucking love right whether right. it is to love yourself or to love another person you got to make time and i really don't think that love needs an activity you just need you to know- sit the fuck down you know what i really think um mm. when i got into self help and i got into self help pretty hard too um i would i learned the term self help junkie and mm. that made me wonder i was like when is this fix complete when am i help mm. at mm. what point can i be like okay acha ab main help do now i can go about doing stuff for my future how long will i take to fix the pieces on the board right like how mm. long am i fixing my past for Um, hmm. and like the answer did not come to me i i, I wouldn't claim that i sought the question and the answer appeared that did not happen but um now i do as a matter of other th- other things happening in life 
but mm. it is the 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 boyishness in fact i think it's it's one of the better ways somebody ever put the idea of masculinity is is contextualization i think it's key i think uh contextualization in some sense is 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 um um the closest watered down definition to masculinity yeah. that i've come across. and I, you know now that you've said this even i did not have this uh understanding that actually always the best ways in which i've learned through that is why my free man ideology which i talk about focuses a lot on mythology uh-huh. because mythology is storytelling storytelling is contextualization isn't it right right so what you've said actually hold up, hold up. it's it's not just storytelling contextualization i think we hit up a genius note there i don't think it's just it's it's just uh contextualization stories are also the more the most non contextualized versions of a narrative so if i tell True. you a story what i'm giving you is an architecture take that architecture stick it anywhere so True. what you are essentially doing is you are carrying the essence from the story and applying <clears> it to <throat> micro contexts so in True. both senses providing you a context and not providing you a context because scientific explanations are literal right a is, is equal to a dash nothing else with stories yeah. there is room there is yeah. there is your creativity that gets involved. yeah 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 and that is that is the beauty of it right because the, like when when at the beginning like you asked before you get into asking me what is masculinity according to me it, there is no definition because it is an individual interpretation which every man has the liberty and freedom to choose mm-hmm. there is no solid defined there are there are obviously examples and best practices that we can pick up on by you know getting into mythology of like the greatest kings who ever lived or the greatest men not just kings because you can be a king within your own home right. you know because you have a family you have a mini kingdom you we live in a world where there is resource collection going on so everybody has their own personal kingdom but because they can't rule their own internal kingdom within mm-hmm. their self they are always failing and struggling to uh, manage what is the kingdom on the outside you know so anyway i totally forgot where the fuck we were <laughs> right i remember i remember that's my job uh, but uh, think about the the rather coincidence that jesus says that the kingdom of men is within all men not one yeah. man but all men right he uses yeah, the word yeah. kingdom so it's yeah, not yeah. you're not very far off with that interpretation true but true. my question the second question i had and i think that should be telling i, I just one second one second i yeah. just remembered the thing which i was saying because i wanted to thank you when you mentioned that thing right that i think masculinity is best taught via context and that is fantastic because theory becomes boring for a boy growing up who's already hating school you know and then if you try to teach him masculinity via theory of which there are not really many theories around to be honest uh-huh. there are only concepts or you know archetypes as jung and freud would call it or whatever so right. the contextualization is actually a beautiful way because you are you know able to give a, a boy a male the right uh-huh. kind of inspiration to look up to because otherwise the inspiration he looks up to is the unhealthy masculinity around him so right. let's say high school boys who are into you know doing uh, drugs or high school boys who are into you know gangs and shit like that right. uh, so either they pick up on those kind of aspirations because they find that to be cool right they find a, a, you know like even me i remember i i became the school council leader in my school because since the age of 10 i, I there was this one head boy in my school it's a it's a prefect badge which we carry 
and i remember that this guy every day in the lunch break when i would go to the uh, you know the the canteen the the cafeteria in the school that i would buy my regular shit from that this guy is uh-huh. sitting there with two three hot girls that i was like man i want to be the head boy so do you, do you realize the reasons for which i wanted to be the head boy go oh, no. very different yo 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 it's the same man i was in second grade i saw the head boy getting elected in my high school and i was like i'm going to be this fucking dude right mm. and then i never got to be head boy i got to be president student council they gave yeah. me the second best position because yeah. they did not think i was disciplined enough and yeah. i was like no fuck you all man yeah, i yeah, i yeah, hated yeah. that so much um so so it was the same thing it. like you know the the inspirations we look up to when we are young males is always the inspiration which is very cool and the inspiration which comes from the very cool side because i have a lot of clients who come to me for this coaching right and a lot of them are very young i have clients from the age of 13 to 60 and the young ones they're like especially the ones who are on on the introvert side or you know low confidence side or goal rejection side etc they're always asking me how to be that bad boy they're always asking me how to be that you know bad boy of the school or of the university who's able to attract everyone and everything but the way the bad boy attracts everyone and everything is not by by not and, thinking about it yeah it's an immature expression of masculinity which has not been fully developed and nurtured yet you know right. so i was on that same path but then again coming around coming around coming around improving improving sharpening the blade facing the most ugly truths about yourself mm-hmm. they those were the ways through which i was able to level up every time and ultimately i realized that what i know people need to know because people close to me would always look to me for help in understanding themselves when it came to taking a decision for their career for their love life or whatever right to the whereas my professional life was totally headed in a different direction all right and when i was doing all that but then this was going on there was a phase in between where there were uh, i i mentioned to you on the first call that we had that there were a couple of people who were you know very close to suicide and stuff like that and and those were the people with whom for the first time i actually gave out what i had inside of me in a complete fashion to somebody and these guys turned their lives around like one guy his girlfriend of 6 years like cheated on him with her boss and shit like that and this guy was heartbroken because he was like what 21 22 23 something like that and wanted to jump off his apartment you know and shit so pathetic but turned around hopefully uh, very very glad happened within a week just sat with him every day had a chat for an hour and that made me realize that I have never found something as fulfilling and I'm not just talking about the suicide prevention thing I just meant the impact on an individual which I was able to have and today I'm able to have that impact on individuals which are in hundreds of thousands of numbers and this is just via a screen mm-hmm. and that is fucking fascinating because I I hate the screen to be honest but obviously the world that we live in today and logistics and you know time efficiency or whatever like it makes a lot of things easier yeah, but yeah, my yeah, sure. my my innermost craving is to sit down with people fucking 10 people is more than enough sit down you know lay back just have a conversation and a chat and that is one of the best best ways of whether you call it growth healing whatever you want to say right so anyway this this thing happened turned around i realized that you know uh, my professional life like one one and a half years fast forward i realized that you know i wasn't really happy with what i was doing even though i had achieved everything in my professional aspect at that age which i was aiming for 
and there was a lot of internal friction between who I am on the inside versus what I built up on the outside because what I built up on the outside was something that I had an image of as the most cool thing ever. You know, walk around in suits, be in a high-profile corporate job, um, you know, do all that kind of shit. But but I never gave a shit about it. <laughs> I just never gave a shit. Every movement, every action, everything that I did related to that life of mine was full of hate. And hate in the sense that I was despising waking up in the morning. I despised going to sleep at night. I despised every minute of my existence. And we, on the outside, think of it as depression and, oh my God, he's going through something or, oh my God, you know, something is wrong. But to be honest, it's just your soul telling you that, motherfucker, this is not you. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? It is the best friend ever to come in a disguise of depression. But right. it is your best fucking friend because I believe it's your, it's your unconscious, it's your subconscious and your conscious all combined together that give, you know, weight to that voice which comes out from within you. And mm. you better fucking listen to it. The more right. you don't listen to it and you keep listening to the outside world and adapting and adapting and adapting, there will come a day when it's too late and you can't fucking go back. It's it's suboptimal adaptation, I think, yeah. when you start. But tell me, uh, because I have had a view that... Bro, one small question. Is there enough brightness in your screen when you're looking at my face or would you want me to open up curtains and shit? No, no, this is fine. This is fine. You look great. Beautiful. You look beautiful. There's no problem. Fantastic. Uh, So what I was wondering was, um, I have had a notion growing up in... We are we are roughly the same age. I am twenty four. You are twenty eight. Right? It's 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 twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. Right. Twenty seven. My bad. So yeah, it's yeah. three year difference. We are pretty much very close in age. Yeah. And I feel growing up in Delhi, um, that there is a dearth of let's just call it proper masculinity for the sake of a better word, for the lack of a better word. There is yeah. a, there is a dearth of proper masculinity. There is masculinity being expressed in either extremely beatized mm. forms or uh, in uncontrollably alpha-ish forms, like um, mm-hmm. you know, p- polygamy, but cheating polygamy, not mm-hmm. not open polygamy, right? Like mm-hmm. or uh, uh, just being being dominating and being assertive, and then being hyper-dominating and unreasonable are two separate ends, right? So I've seen that happen, and I have a theory for why that happens, and. Part of my theory thinks the reason why somebody like you uh, really makes it huge and has an impact on the population is because there, there is a dearth of masculinity in our culture, at least in our uh, in, in in our generation. Do you agree? Mm. Do you think that is the case, bro? To be honest, if I if like I haven't you know studied our religion, which is Hinduism, or, mm. or you know our culture and stuff, I wouldn't even call it a religion because it never really imposes anything on you. It's more of a way of life. Right. Um, never focused on you know like getting into other people's business. Never focused on violence. Never focused on any of that. So is I I believe it's a way of life. But but where I feel that the next you know great amount of effort in my life personally will go uh, to acquire more wisdom would be to go and lean into studying Hinduism as much as I can because mm-hmm. I do believe that our culture. And this realization has come to me very late. I do believe that our culture has that much depth and simplicity in it that everyone in the world can adapt to it and benefit from it 
at a collective universal level i don't I, mean the traditional culture i that that's not what i meant but uh true. what i meant is is more like the, the no no i'm coming around i'm oh. i'm coming around to that question i'm coming okay. around to that i'm just giving you a historical or a you know this thing uh view of what india actually was and the land that it was the country that we had like i'm talking in past sense right now all right and that is because the 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 way at which the, the speed at which we have recently which we call development i i don't believe we are developing to be honest i believe india is regressing at a at an individual level on the outside yes we are developing as a nation but every individual today is much weaker than our parents generation ever you know like my my parents at our age they were capable and resilient to another level compared mm-hmm. to us today you know um and and that is that is a little sad because you would want that a nation as time progresses allows for every individual to be a stronger individual not just the nation to be a stronger nation and a more healthy or financially healthy nation but the nation is made up of people right people are individuals and i believe change i i've actually been talking about this a lot on instagram through my instagram stories recently that change begins at the level of the individual whether it it is even like let's say even me if i'm talking about a lifestyle change in my own personality i have to do it at the most minute level first literally right. through my dna or like you know program my brain all over again to get rid of the old patterns now coming back to your question about our culture and delhi and shit like that because of internet because of movies coming in because of hollywood because of all these western influences there is so much that has come in you know there, there are because see india is a very stratified society right india has shit tons of people in every strata of society from the poorest of the poor from the most backward to the other end of the spectrum and the problem is that everybody is getting access without regulation at the same time to unlimited power via the internet via television via all this stuff now what that does is before they have personally come to a level of understanding of defining what is right for them versus what is wrong for them based on who they are their roots the society that they operate in they're getting all this influence and the 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 influence which they get is at a personal level because they're getting it through a screen right so it is only happening to them so collectively the tribe is disintegrated from the inside if you understand what i mean mm-hmm. because you can choose to watch mm-hmm. porn i can choose to watch a religious show another girl can choose to be on tinder another guy can choose to be on grinder whatever the fuck it is like we are totally allowed to be wild without right. discipline without any form of regulation and i'm not saying that we should regulate this but the the speed at which this thing has come in i feel has disintegrated every individual is on the path of disintegrating every individual on the inside because people are not able to match up their reality with what they are consuming right you know i and if if i if i may just finish this if i may just yeah, bring yeah. this around because mm-hmm. because i feel that historically culturally in the ancient times the way of life was so because if you look at it today after fucking up our entire life we come back to the most simple things because we realize that is what makes it 
all right we realize that is the path to happiness keeping it simple having a few loved ones not trying to socialize every night not trying to go to the parties like conserving your energy you know mm-hmm. so so we come back ultimately to the same freaking thing mm-hmm. then why don't we appreciate that culture a little bit more and just look at it as a way of life and you know understand that because i do believe that hinduism and this is my recent revelation right this is my recent discovery i do believe that it gives a very very nice picture of what it is to be masculine what it is to be feminine there there have been some practices which in today's world would obviously not work and they should not but the picture that we could take inspiration from is very maturely laid out over there after years and years and years of collective experience and wisdom and expertise and we lack that today we right. lack that today because of which we are fucking up because of which we are either heavily beatified or we are heavily uh, hyper masculine uh, hi- hyper masculine or whatever you want to call it right. and that is where the shit is going wrong that is where is i believe I india is going wrong right now here here is what i think um i mean i don't want to get muddy with the with the religious cultural question because that's a whole different tangent that we cannot stop talking about in itself and we should of definitely course. get on that sometime um but here here is what i think i think um you hit the nail on the head when you mentioned that we the, these influences come in the picture before we know ourselves you also yeah. mentioned a while ago the fact <laughs> that you know people who come to you want to be cool because i remember i wanted to be cool and mm. in my head the concept of cool was very similar more women or mm. something like that back when i was mm. i i truly think teenage boys are like monkeys like i really don't see the difference <laughs> we're not thinking straight our balls are doing our thoughts for us but uh, here is where i think we've gone wrong and i think where we as a society are suffering right now is that we don't have an architecture to allow ourselves to figure ourselves out individually true there is there is this mass level coddling of the indian mind that is in non-stop progress the True. fact that we live with our parents and it, it's a great practice i think i yeah. one of the fondest experiences of my life is living with my parents but yeah. if i hadn't left my parents house to come here i would never have known who i was i would have sacrificed True. part of my own voice in lieu True. of their voice or their brother's voice or their sister you know like um and i'm not even saying the bird needs to fly off from the nest to find themselves out it's just like yeah. every 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 piece of architecture which is a consequence of our history every piece in the puzzle is designed to um either either impart the same economic trauma that my dad's generation lived through or coddle you away to such an extent that you never have to think about yourself in the truest yeah. most naked sense but but the problem is that the coddling doesn't last right because parents will die at some point of time and and the problem which takes place over there is that you know what you mentioned that if i would have not come here which is the united states that i would have never known who i was it's basically another concept which changed my life which is ritual initiation which is getting the mm-hmm. fuck out being alone fighting the world and right. learning through that failure that torture and that experience because most people delay that step to such a level that then they are too scared to take it the sooner uh-huh. you take that step of putting yourself into the wild the sooner you will become a greater version of yourself right. and people don't realize right. that i realized that at 21 when you know as i mentioned to you i was studying about female psychology how to attract those pick up then i went into fitness i was studying about health etc my insights 
then i started getting into this uh, mythology side of things and studied carl jung and then i came across two of his best students robert moore douglas chillet who have this book king warrior magician lover and that is a book i, I came that. i have came i came across that book via this youtuber back in the day elliot hulse oh and, elliot hulse for sure i've been thinking i've been trying to remember his name for weeks now yeah. elliot hulse right sure, elliot sure. hulse so Elliot Hulse was uh, there in my life for a brief period when uh, you know I came across these kind of texts and things like that and uh, I loved that guy back then you know to be honest but now like when I when I when I came across that book and when I I purchased it immediately I read it and I, it's a very it's a normal like it's a brief book it's not too detailed or whatever but you read that book and you realize that if today your support system vanished from under you your parents vanished from your life or whatever that you will fucking die in a week mm-hmm. you will die in a week you can't you don't have the balls or the you know the steadfast steadfastness to like fucking get through any of the things which even the regular world puts you through mm-hmm. and and uh, that is fantastic because i know men from incredible i i won't call them men i i know boys from incredibly rich families at the ages of 25 30 35 who are still boys who are lost they're, they live in the peter pan world ex- i know i exactly. know there's psychology I'm under the risk of being uh, something like that myself so i understand yeah but there, there's uh, psych- yeah yeah the the psychology is still of a boy and that book is what made me realize that my psychology was still in the boy stage that's why even i left home i put myself through all this shit worst fucking experiences ever but lovely experiences now that i look at them because today i know that if again i lose everything from whatever i have uh i'll I can fucking be able, yeah there's there's no fear anymore right you know right uh here is what i think you're right uh, the, the fearlessness aspect is hyper important i think as a generation um mm. apart from the chinese and this is me speaking from like an international lens that i get from being here at a university uh mm. the chinese students uh tend to be a little more meeker than the indians but indian men are just right up there with just hiding to themselves and being by themselves but apart yeah. from that i also think we have this super compartmentalized structure in our um in our in our in our culture for now where yeah. you know how the, the, the trope goes the trope that three idiots try to break good marks in 12th 12th grade good marks get into a good college get a good yeah, job yeah, yeah. that super compa- com- like allow the person to think for themselves allow them exactly. to fuck up what the exactly. fuck i get it the hyper competitiveness which backs this phenomena comes from scarcity we yeah. constantly live in a traumatized environment where yeah. in all psychological proximity i see poverty death fucking yeah. just absence of resources but bro so, you you know what like i i do completely get what you're saying but i'll just add a spin to it uh huh because again you know and i'm connecting this with our ancient culture because i've had a few i've had actually this one particular very very strong experience and i i won't be comfortable to talk about that right now because i'm, I'm still i'm pushing you to talk about that <laughs> i'm still digesting it i'm still absorbing it and i'm still trying to fine tune it because uh you know a lot of people what happens in self help and like improving yourself is that when something happens or a realization takes place they go full on into applying that shit and talking about it and stuff right. whereas for me like i've realized that i better fucking take my time because otherwise i operate in extremes all right mm-hmm. so what what i realized with our ancient culture it's is that it talks about not wasting anything all right 
and not wasting anything is different from the concept of scarcity because when you talk about not wasting anything you're not saying that starve yourself or you're not saying that you are in poverty or something you like i'm talking about very simple things like my most recent habitual behavioral change has been that when i brush my teeth that i switch off the tap because i would let the water flow and today I, like when when i had this experience recently on on one of my travels uh, i realized that wherever there is noise there is waste mm-hmm. anywhere there is noise you come on the roads of india and people are honking away it's wasteful it doesn't make anything move faster but people are expending energy physical energy through their bodies then kinetic energy then mechanical energy then sound energy all they're continuously all wasting energy whether in any freaking example or context you want to take it and i realize that you know we in 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 the ancient culture like they talk about having whatever you need but not going beyond that because why would you want to indulge in wasteful shit and get lost in that do whatever you need so that at least you can keep your own senses and your own self in check and mm-hmm. that is why like the smallest change and i've realized this my brother i've realized this that the biggest freaking impacts in life are coming from the the literally the, like literally the smallest behavioral patterns that you have mm-hmm. they, they are the, they are the they are the greatest example of showing what kind of a person you are from the way you walk the way you talk to how you conduct yourself to anything it it is a massive reflection of who you are on the inside how you are in the world all of that and because you know what i've started coming across is is that everyone i admired everyone i admire even today the real life inspirations in my life the real life elder people in my life that they all carry grace right and the reason they carry grace is because they don't do anything which is unnecessary mm. every action that they do is measured every every action that they take every word that they speak every thought i'm sure it this has fine tuned to a level where even in their own head this shit is happening i'm sure any thought which also comes into their mind is not an unnecessary thought right. and i i believe see because ultimately we are contained within our physicality right whether we are an right. atma a soul whatever we are we are contained within our physicality and within that physicality we are limited by energy all right uh-huh. now now right. what happens is that when you have limited energy and if you spend time hating on someone or if you spend time contemplating riches and desires which you know you don't need or whatever right. you want to think about you are never going to be able to reach your fullest potential because you have not sharpened that blade to that level where it only touches those things which are necessary and required for you um i recently got into some kind of a trouble <laughs> in a psychology okay. class at columbia okay cuz i was like the only time i'm listening to who a person really is is when they're not telling me who they are yeah cuz i think we have no fucking idea who we are and it's in True. when we're not thinking about it that we're really communicating who so you are very right it's in the how you do things my uh, the one of the first few places i i dip my beak into test somebody's depth is yeah. uh, how they talk to me when yeah. there is people who are either very afraid of me or excessively like needlessly assertive i'm like these are the weakest discard because yeah. how somebody speaks to you how much they measure up in a conversation 
is yeah. uh, is a massive tell and it's not bad it's 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 a it's part of the journey if you have any compassion yeah. you understand that you were there once i was there and there is people where i am just like <gasps> i'm silenced like i don't know how to respond there's people who are twice thrice 100 times my worth so i get that um yeah but tell me what do you think about um about i've been thinking about this phenomenon and i don't know if you got time to check uh, some of the mm-hmm. stuff that i've done already uh, there is a segment that i have uh, and i'm going yeah. to try and make it a recurring segment called date yeah. date uh, yes and so what okay. i do is i sit down with my very white girlfriend um and then hopefully a few <laughs> other guests on and we yeah. talk about we 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 converse about dating sex love romance all those things yeah, yeah. in the most brutally honest authentic un- unabridged unfiltered class fashion that i bring to the table and in the very polished very graceful fashion that she brings to the table we Beautiful. we riff on 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 issues of sex and yeah. why i started that is because i think that there is such a fucking shroud around the conversation the most fundamental conversation of sex mm-hmm. in in mm-hmm. my generation in my culture uh yes mm-hmm. so than my dad's generation for sure but just massively so in in uh, overall speaking that yeah. it needs to that it bleeds into perverted means of expression of sexuality okay so give me an example think? because i'm i i'm not sure if i follow you completely yeah here is what i think to uh, to put it simply mere ko lagta hai the fact that we don't talk about sex leads us to all these ugly places with sex that okay we we are we, we are we are misbehaving sexual entities as a, as a as a generation almost uh in the sense of um nirbhaya or the the rape statistics mm. that come out of mm-hmm. india or 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 mm-hmm. the porn statistics that come out of india or be that mm. the adulteration uh, adultery statistics that, you know all of that is because we don't fucking talk about sex i remember bro growing up as soon as the nearest coordinate around sex was mentioned on the tv everybody would become uncomfortable my dad would change the channel i was like i yeah. know like i i i know what this is this is biology i have a pp daddy i have a yeah. pp like you know yeah um what do you think uh, what do you think about that do you think there needs to be more of a conversation around sex you know what is happening in my opinion because of what i see on social media social media is a very good indicator of where the fuck people are going wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. right and and what i notice in my country is that and it saddens me is that that openness is coming through that ability to talk about all these things is coming through but it is coming through in a way where it is swinging completely on the other side all right and when it swings completely on the other side again there is imbalance so if you look at it if you if you take an example of rape all right and if you take an example of india and the way this thing happened which was a dreadful case the the way then people talk about it and the way whether it's stand up comedy in india whether it is whatever it is they they bring it off in a way where the pervertedness is only depicted for males mm-hmm. and they depict it in a way where this is something which just men do all right mm-hmm. that this is just something which this is all your brothers like every man is you know a possible rapist and shit like that and right. and that that saddens me because you see any kind of development whether you look at even the wrong aspects of feminism today uh, which of which like the majority are wrong to be honest and the focus of feminism in my opinion is not even going in the right place anymore but 
you know, people are coming to that awakening themselves now. And especially you can see feminists in the West, like real feminists are, uh, you know, there's Christina Hoff Summers. I don't know if you know about her. I know Christina Hoff Summers. Yeah, I don't know. if there's, 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 So, you know, whereas in Bollywood, there are women taking advantage of feminism for marketing, you know. They're, it's they're a women in, It is a social currency. It is the biggest fucking social currency. I can sell you a no, female no, no. product. No, 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 not the biggest, the easiest. The moralization is the easiest, the most convenient yes. social currency. Yes. And I get into a devious idea about the entire phenomena there. I don't want to, but continue what you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I, I, I do believe India is being more and more comfortable to talk about all these things. But I, at the same time, do not, you know, it, it saddens me when, when I see that the pervertedness is only shown for men. Because if we take rape uh, as an incident, yes... Crime is bad. Rape is bad. It should be stopped. Um, it should be, you know, uh, ensured that people are not leaning into those kind of tendencies, etc. But it will never happen if you attack an entire gender. I see where you're coming from. You know where I'm going to go with this is that any kind of development, any kind of social change cannot happen on divisive politics or divisive social justice movements. When you talk about giving only women a lot of shit, you know, rights or advantages, etc., Sooner or later, the other gender, the other category of the population will have resentment, will have mm-hmm. anger. There will be people from this other subset of the population which will take advantage of those, un, you know, unequal laws and stuff like that. And that happens on an everyday freaking basis. I you come from a lawyer family, I believe. You right, would be knowing my, that my shit. My parents are more into economic and commercial law. Okay. So like, that, that doesn't okay. come through. But you, I think what you're trying to get at uh, is a sentiment that I've shared in the past and what that is, and tell me if I'm butchering it or if I'm hmm. nailing it to the head, is that on a strategic level, it might be morally fair to say whatever you're saying, but in a game theory model, on a strategic level, hmm. you, your, your move is only going to bring you, is, is, is going to, you're going to have worse results in the future. If you start hmm. blaming somebody else, if you start othering them, they will other you. And when they other mm. you, the whole thing will continue in this endless loop and a cycle. I mm. get that. I also get where people who uh, who do that are coming from. Even though I am, I'm, I'd say just disbalancedly um, concerned or disbalancedly associated with both both standpoints. Uh, it's it's just a slightly tricky place to start talking about because it has so much nuance. Tell me, tell me about this. I saw a bunch of your content on um, fitness. Yeah, and I'm curious. Uh, what do you think about the fitness culture in India? Because it's bullshit. I think it's lagging, man. I think it's so. It's it's it's, 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 it's totally bullshit. It's a it's a facade. It's a grand lie. It is because it only focuses on the external, the right. the physical, the aesthetics. It only focuses on all of that. One, two. Who be galat, bro? And that too wrong. Like yeah, yeah. all that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So the number one thing being that, you know, it is uh, horribly gone in just this one direction of uh, becoming sexier, all right, matching up to that, that Bollywood ideal of having a six pack and this and that crap. And people are taking advantage of it for marketing. Supplement companies are hiring Bollywood celebrities, all right, to market their product. They're not hiring people who, let's say, you know, fought depression, fought let's say some physical incapability or someone who's a athlete like Mary Combe, who's a female, all right, 36 years old. She is right now in the world boxing championships. What an amazing woman has a family, has kids, comes from an incredibly poor background. If I'm, if I understand this currently, 
but Priyanka Chopra gets that job. It's it's kind of fucking ironic that she gets yeah. the job that she played Mary Com. It's yeah. so fucking ironic. Uh, yeah, I think there is such a massive um, underground um, steroid culture in the in the in the fitness industry in India that it's horrible. That is that is a diff- because because that ties into the again that immature masculinity, right? Guys, it's the shortcut that- mentality. Yeah, it's the shortcut mentality. Guys thinking that this is what is the scene. You know, I gotta have these fucking six packs and this shit and that shit, and that is what uh, will get me women. That is what will get me social media likes, and that is why I said social media is the best indicator of where the fuck people are fucking up and where the fuck. Even though they only show their best side, their best side is actually the best demonstration of their biggest weaknesses. Right. If that right. makes sense. Let's say that again. That was brilliant. Say that again. I said that basically they show their best side online, but their best side is the biggest demonstration of their biggest weaknesses. It's it's you when know? they're not talking about themselves that they're revealing themselves, kind of. A thing, yeah. Right? It's like what they it's in the it's it's in what they're trying to hide that that yeah. it says it all. Uh, yeah. But bro, I used to I me and my friends we used to have we, we have a very indigenous kind of a human. I have a group of friends okay. back in back in Delhi, and it's okay. uh, it's hypercritical, very honest, very on point. Matlab, it's darkly honest, and so we would talk about the. Average Delhi boy in a yeah. kind of a uh, archetype, <laughs> and he yeah. looks literally like me. He's tall. He's wearing yeah. a, a, a shirt that screams a brand: Hackett or yeah. Balenciaga or something like that. Yeah, Gucci, right? Yeah, yeah. loafers, tight fit jeans that it might as well have been leggings. They are all the same. They are all the same. Exactly like our beard. Or yeah. drink like it. They'll be standing in a corner looking at every other dude with a woman, having no balls to talk to any of them, yeah, 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 all yeah. the women that they desire, or match up to any of the dudes they want to be friends with. The, yeah. the the nightlife culture in Delhi is predicated on drinking, not on like it's. There is no social angle to it. If you're just hanging with your friends, you're not going to the. I I I. This this is what I said that the the speed at which Western influence has come into India was a speed at which only the. insecurities were capitalized on because people did not know internally who the fuck they are so that is why i hate going out i fucking hate going out i'll go out only when i yeah, have yeah going uh, out is fun man come on it it is i i'm not saying it's not fun i but like for me going to a club is like going to the fucking jungles of kenya with the masai and sitting down and looking at chimpanzees and observing their behavior that is what it is to me because in a club nightclub you can <laughs> yeah because you can't you can't imagine a nightclub or a place to drink to be the same way that it is in the west ever in india right. you can't ever imagine that because here the best way to extract money from men who have that black money and shit is to open up a club and get those kind of guys to come there number one because they'll spend the money they think that's what is going to get them the girls etc the business does well beautiful preying on their insecurities number two even the women are super insecure if you look at over there the way they dress the way they carry themselves they are always trying to be someone they are not if you're not someone who's comfortable in certain kinds of clothes or if you were not groomed or brought up in a way which uh, celebrates this behavior that you're trying to demonstrate why are you trying to be somebody else whom you're not to get is a guy same? whom you uh-huh. know is not fucking worth your originality right everybody is putting on that fake front to date that other fake front to be that social media couple for example bro, that's just an example yeah, bro it's like everybody's peacocking where are you filtering right yeah. where are you saying this is I, this is something i don't settle for uh you're very right i say that about hindi and english and english being a fetishized uh, language in india main kehta hu yaar bhai jo if you cannot speak in english speak in hindi what is yeah. the big deal right yeah. like, 
I should understand you instead of you sounding smart to me. Yeah. And I failing at English, it. Huh, bro, I I speak in English as a matter of necessity. My argumentation, my 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 thought building skill is more prone in English. Main Hindi mein bakchodi kar sakta hu infinite. Main English mein funny nahi hu. Right? There is a distance. I understand that. I play to my strength. When I have to be fun, jolly, all that, I'll be in Hindi. Main jo zabardasti English mein karu. Yeah, bro, like uh me and my friends also make a lot of fun of uh, the South Mumbai culture. ंग and then i bumped into the mental aspect of it the masculinity side that's when the Beautiful. transition happened and since then my workout um, i mean it's funny how my physical practice has evolved as i've learned things with meditation my, phys- my physical practice took another back step i was like now i want to focus on more wholesome movement mm. fitness so i practice mm. this very weird uh, movement culture i don't know if you've heard of ido portal is really guy of course bro i practice mm. this stuff with his mentorship students in year that's amazing phenomenal bro that's amazing that you 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 blessed that you have access to those kind of guys whereas in india like uh-huh. if you look at that uh, there's a martial arts form from kerala i think it's called kayari pattu or something i i, I can't remember the name but you must be knowing the one i'm talking about it's mm-hmm. it's supposedly the most ancient martial art in the world right and it is it is the place from where uh, uh, bruce lee's uh, this thing jeet kundo and all those kind of things actually took inspiration from and came into existence can you believe that now i may be wrong but if i remember if my memory is supporting me properly that is how it happened and you won't believe i recently came across someone on instagram a young boy doing that art form doing that martial art and i realized that even in violence in or or in demonstrating violence for physical activity that you have this grace of movement because if you do not know how to use your own body as an instrument to achieve any physical feat that you need to achieve then what the fuck are you doing in the gym why are you well, just why pumping why are you yeah. just pumping away that fucking Pumpy. bicep with those right. bicep curls every week like what are you doing if if you can't stand on one leg for a minute also but you have these big ass biceps what the fuck are you doing man what the it's fuck ironic it's coming from um somebody who somebody who has as as huge biceps as you do somebody <laughs> somebody as as big as i am but yeah. bang on man i was like when i went to the movement class the first time um, i was like bro what the fuck i, I, I absolutely work? i absolutely am in awe by the way by ido portal i oh, love no. both the guys that tall lanky guy but oh, not right, lanky, right, like yeah his fucking delts are like on different planets man right. that guy is fan- and yesterday i saw a photo of him diagonally on the floor I all right and i showed that yeah and i showed that to my closest friend because she was staying over since yesterday over here we had a work meeting and stuff she's a designer so i was showing that to her and she's like who is this i was like this is something like you know this we need to bring over here man. this is a yeah. man who got his job done that's what exactly exactly that's what what mastered his body yeah whereas indian fitness uh it's it's crazy because you can go on to youtube and you have these absolute i'm so so sorry to say but you have these absolute idiots who let's say just achieved one fucking thing when it came to fitness 
whether through a small transformation or whether through roids or whatever and today they are talking to an entire young generation of indians and you won't believe it some of these youtubers they know this weakness of theirs they know that they are actually no fucking two cents worth people when it comes to fitness so what they started doing is that they started branching off into whichever field that they can get a hold of because they know sooner or later they will collapse because they never spoke the truth right they spoke right. what the audience wanted to hear they never right. spoke the truth and what the audience wants to hear is not almost never the truth because they want self reassurance they want they want that yes i will have my soul made or yes i will if i do my validate my narrative exactly exactly so these motherfuckers are giving this entire nation exactly that they're giving them exactly opium. that they're giving them that opium whereas they themselves are not physically fit in a way where physical fitness means holistic fitness it means for me fitness the meaning changed so much because in the indian industry the way because you, you know i i always come back to the youtube fitness side of things because i i i was thinking the moment i got into transforming myself uh, because of my hypothyroidism i was starting to get fat and i was the shortest guy in my class at the age of 14 i was diagnosed with a disease where for the rest of my life in the morning i wake up and i have to take a medicine so at the age of 14 i felt like a 90 year old man all right and i realized that that was just one thing which made me understand that okay i'm not physically capable but then as i got deeper into it i realized that it's not about being capable it's about being ready mm-hmm. it's about readiness physical fitness mental fitness any kind of fitness is about readiness it's about preparedness you are never supposed to achieve anything you're just supposed to keep yourself primed for mm-hmm. any form of stress which you may come across for any kind of mishap that you may come across if somebody steals my friend's purse and runs away i should have the ability to catch that motherfucker mm. i should have mm. that ability if somebody tries to harm my old you know father or mother on the road i should have the ability to hold those motherfuckers down and show them what their place is right all right that right. is what preparedness and readiness means you right. know if i have a disease it should not eat me up to the point where i die or you know i have no ability to come back to life because if i've already primed myself and made myself so healthy a disease can only dent me a little bit it cannot right. dent me to a point where you know i'm fucked completely and here i'm is, fucking here, incapable here is my litmus test for uh, for for people who who claim they understand fitness and this is something i learned myself over the course of my life if hmm. if they eat only for their muscular growth ियरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरिंगलीरि
etc have started to kind of imitate him a little bit but what what's the most amazing thing is that because of him this year i became conscious of my eating habits to another level because this guy does not eat for his physique and this is a guy who was a fitness model before he's been on men's health he's been uh, he's walked the ramp for some of the biggest designers manish malhotra everyone all right and this guy today does not give a shit about his physical appearance all right and that is insane because literally his entire career depends on his physical appearance because he is a fitness person he's a fitness influencer he's a fitness instagrammer his every brand deal is fitness 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 and you need to understand that this guy made me realize that you are eating for your soul rather than your body because this year we were on a you know we were we our little family we had like a trip together in goa just the closest friends and i saw that he would not eat anything related to milk he would not eat anything related to wheat and i was someone who never gave a shit about these hey, allergies is he because keto? no no he's not he's not Achha. so he's just no milk sugar no no milk sugar dairy sugar gluten right that's that's what he's cut out Uh, yeah he's he so his thing is a little different because he has irritable bowel syndrome you know his stomach is very very sensitive very personal yeah so he has to be more more careful about that kind of stuff but right. uh, and and i was someone who never gave a shit about uh, allergies or dairy or gluten and shit and i thought i don't have anything and i actually don't have any of those disorders but uh-huh. but because I gave that experiment a shot where I completely went off anything related to milk, dairy. I went off anything related to wheat as much as I could in my own human possible humble environment. Right. I noticed a fucking change and the reason I noticed a freaking change was because a lot of this shit is not really pure today. One right. aspect is that, you know, the milk in India, the dairy industry, whatever because of the hormones they're pumping into the animals, oh whatever it is, right. one it is not pure and second it did show me how my performance and mental acuity acuity whatever you want to fucking call it is a little different compared to how it was before mm-hmm. i can i i was performing better on less sleep mm-hmm. i i never i never had flatulence of any kind i never had a a, a bad true. experience in the Mancho, bathroom true gas khatam zero khatam. i was so surprised i was like bas mere ko roti chhodni thi like exactly. i realized main pura time paatta tha like I'm very vulnerable here, right? That was like a non-stop phenomena. I was so afraid of doing physical activity around people because I was like, I, I might probably lose my fucking gas. Or all of that was gluten. Have you tried ketogenic? Have you tried ketogenic? I have. I have. Bro, I have. the first time I got on it, and this was mm. roughly two years ago now, October 2017. मेरे को ऐसा लग रहा था. I felt like I could. I I could climb walls. That's I was like, make a Spiderman, make a do barish me. I'm going to climb mm. walls in the rain because the energy when it hits you, it's mm. like a cocaine rush, bro. It's mm. so intense because your mm. your 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 um your means of converting food into energy changes. And it's I, I know that the the metabolism switches from so so working on glucose and glycogen to working on ketones. I I know the entire right right right. right. So you know the science, right? It's 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 quite yeah, yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if I would have gone into the fitness scene of YouTube at the time when I started my journey, or even three four years after that, today we would be the foremost authority over here because oh, wow. the way I progress and the way like bro, I remember I was 20 years old or something, and I was I was quite. I wasn't like the steroid kind of big bodybuilder look. I was like a lean, normal person who was going to the gym and obviously had a serious approach to it. But I, I have a video on YouTube. You can check it out of me pushing an entire school bus by myself. Now imagine if at that time I would have put this on YouTube. At that time, 
and the way uh, it would have influenced young people and if i could have bring brought them to the stage where i am at today when it comes to my physical fitness and my food which i eat and stuff like that none of these idiots whom you see right. in the indian fitness industry and i don't mean to demean everyone i don't mean to come from a place of ego i don't mean to do yeah, any you, of that talking about the the mass majority in the yeah, world, right the way the way I, it's because i feel bad that is why i i let my language lose and i call them idiots because i no. i feel bad for what they're doing to the people because the people have not been able to realize it yet and by the time they realize they would realize that they've lost too much time they would realize that they lost the best years they've of their life chasing the wrong man. things they've lost sterility ha almorix karke ke sperm mar jayega tumhara bencho where will you have kids from the and the steroids thing is just one thing because you have these 16 year old boys in gyms taking roids and that's just fucking pathetic man that is just fucking like i go like i fuck like it 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 saddens me that is why i'm saying that the idols the fitness idols in india right now are not the right person to be not the right people to be looking up to yeah and and i feel very very like i feel very very uh, bad about that but i can't do anything about it right now and i will not because if i do anything even when i'm i'm 100% sure even when this fucking chat goes out people will bring it to their attention because in india we have that we we will i i i do believe that we have that following mentality or that slave mentality to quite an extent where you know they will yeah so if if i'm saying this and somebody thinks about their fitness youtuber what they will the one they follow they will not critically analyze this for their own self worth and their own self analysis and betterment what they will do is they will take this and send it to that person and go like sarat kalra spoke shit about you let me ask you this what what goes into the the mentorship program that you have what are the components of your mentorship program there are different ones man so for example th- there is no standard program as of now because right now i do only personal mentoring and for the other problems i'm trying to put out digital courses on the freeman university of you know now what i've even started doing is that coaching calls which i've had with people uh we record them with their permission and with their permission we also put it up for sale as a digital course after censoring all personal details so somebody who's in a very similar situation can you know get the same coaching uh, experience but at one tenth the cost of a proper coaching call with me so uh the mentorship which i'm going to come up with now because for the past 3 years it it took a lot of struggle to build this entire thing took a lot of going against social momentum to build this entire thing the the mentorship i have is very very greatly inspired by that king warrior magician lover book because i actually designed my courses based on those names king warrior magician lover and the king thing was focusing on and obviously everything is related to everything but the king thing would focus on um, mastering your own inner kingdom all right the king warrior the warrior thing would focus on having an attitude and a mentality that can survive any attack and that can defend at any point needed and not just from a physical level but from mental fortitude from resilience from uh, the ability to sustain you know torture from the ability to sustain torture in any form whether it is an emotional form a mental form a spiritual form a depressive form any form and as well as the ability to practice restraint because mm-hmm. restraint is a fantastic ability and people don't have that today at all Uh, mm-hmm. the best way to uh, see that in practice is as soon as anybody phones anybody's phone beeps they pick it up mm-hmm. there is zero restraint there is zero control right. there is zero autonomy which is coming from a place of grounding you are right. only responding every human being today is just reacting. Re- reacting they are not proactive they are just reacting to every fucking stimulus coming their way in an uncontrollable fashion so 
that's what the warrior thing focuses on the king was about understanding life world view perspective the values of you know the the concepts of value death time all those kind of things then you have the magician which is about social navigation about the way you convert this piece of yourself into something which interacts with the outside world like a magician you can change your form of expression you can change the way you receive everything else on the outside so magician is focused more on communication whether it is verbal body language whatever the fuck it is you know that's what the magician is about and the lover comes about every like covers everything which comes within the masculine feminine relation so from the from you know level 1 where people need to learn how to get their first date to the final level where you can practice love with multiple people in a way where it is not self damaging in a way where you do not need to lie in a way where it is honest value adding coming from a place of good intent and just the amount of happiness that you have is just it's it's insane and that that you can share that happiness at the same time with other people and right. these are concepts which i don't fucking think india is ready for at all but that's all right because the way we have been able to come across luckily up until now is that we've had a lot of these people who attacked us actually turn around and today stand by us and say that you know mm-hmm. fuck we were wrong or like you know uh, i so if we were able to bring that kind of humility into people that's fantastic because what i hope for is that i keep doing my work and ultimately it will explode when the time is right but i'm not doing it for the explosion i'm doing it for that one person who's listening to me and able to understand and analyze me critically as well and take from me only that which will add further to his life you right. know or her life because recently what has started happening is that i've had suddenly an upsurge of women following me on instagram i've had an upsurge of women sending me messages supportive messages sharing incredible stories and i've always had women uh, on our side from the start but now all of a sudden since that one incident which i mentioned happened on my travel that i have not be, i've not been able to digest fully the first lecture that i gave after that for the first time in my life i had more women sitting there than men mm-hmm. and since that day it was very symbolic for me because i did not realize the significance at that point of time but the way the world functions the way media functions the way advertising functions is that they target women and women do not even know this by the way but they target women they ta- because women spending habits are more emotional all right and that is a biological difference between man and woman and obviously people will hate it if i talk about also, these differences also also because most domestic uh, financial choices um, are made by women most con- domestic consumption the choices are like the by daily women. the daily consumption the yeah, uh, the higher frequency purchases the uh-huh. the low 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 quantity purchases etc so scale is there right you can't sell a house to a man every day but you can sell him fucking coffee powders or whatever every day you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the scale and the profit is in the scale so women themselves don't understand this including uh, women who are you know strong advocates of young women because the funniest thing this is this is the funniest thing in my opinion when it comes to this debate of people having social justice movements and they actually put it on their instagram bio they put it in their tinder bio they put it all there that i'm feminist as fuck all right or uh whatever you know the way it comes off when you're a 19 year old girl or 20 year old girl even a 24 25 year old girl but you haven't even understood yourself it shows through your language it shows through your behavior it shows through your demonstration and this stands true for all of us stands true for me also it stands true for you also you how how can we decide how to portray ourselves as when we ourselves don't know ourselves completely you know mm-hmm. and you have these women who 
at 19 act like they know everything about the world and that is why they believe in feminism but you have the first conversation with them and within 2 minutes boom there's the first loophole in the logic in 2 minutes boom there's the next default in their reasoning boom 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 to the point where they have two options either they exit the conversation as soon as possible or they go crazy attack you say that you are attacking me record it put it up on social media make it viral and ruin a man's life for his entire life mm-hmm. you know so you have these you you this is what is happening right now and this is why i'm saying that the individual today is disintegrated that is why the focus of the free man's ideology is on the individual and the individual's understanding of an ideology of a way of living and sharpening that throughout in a way where his own environment his own roots are also incorporated it is not a totalitarian ideology it is not something which says this is the only way to live it is a self evolving philosophy which you give birth to yourself but obviously we allow you to take inspiration from mythology from philosophy from the sciences of psychology and then obviously building the self and the individual but ultimately you are the one who decides what the free man means to you okay. and that is very very important because it gives you that ability to practice that individuality which has been taken away from you today right you know right so right that is what is happening and what's up next with the uh, the free man as a project or sirup kalra um, there is a university i hear about i yeah. think we're in the process of launching your own podcast uh, what yeah. what comes next for you bro to be honest um, i'm going to fucking make sure that the youth of this country does not fall on the wrong path mm-hmm. to be honest because i believe india is at a very very crucial stage right now where the our generation like these current people before they become parents before they become families before they become active citizens of this country right now we are all in our you know startup culture everybody is doing the university everybody is going into yeah i believe in feminism i believe in hindutva i believe in modi i believe in this i don't believe, i don't care what people believe in but i know that their beliefs come from a place of either that validation or fitting into a social group or whatever so i know that the individual of our nation is disintegrating today and i want to ensure that i can try to prevent that as much as possible because if this particular generation that india is producing does not understand what is right and wrong for them personally mm. they will never understand what is right and wrong for their families when they are married they will never understand what is right and wrong for their kids when they have kids they will never understand what is right and wrong for their neighborhood and accordingly for their nation and accordingly at the end for the entire species mm-hmm. they will not understand this I so my focus is on doing my work without any disturbance any negative energy coming from outside i am not going to be you know distracted by that because i luckily i've had enough practice by now of uh, these kind of things that now i am going to be so relentless in my pursuit that each and every day i have just have to make sure that my voice is going out and and my, you won't believe the way my voice is going out is that people have themselves created podcast by my name and have been putting it out there and giving me credit like the amount of people that are waking up because they are you know like i don't even care about the social media numbers to be honest because i care about even if i have 100 people if i can have a proper deep level impact on those 100 people those 100 people can impact the five closest people in their life simply by bringing this change to themselves that the five closest people even if they don't know who sarhad kalra is they will ask them that you know i i love what you're doing or how are you doing this etc 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 and then that person can bring a change to their life so 
up until now i was like an enabler or an influencer or whatever you know say or a genuine influencer not an influencer in the blogging sense for this fucking instagram shit but what i mean is in the way that i could influence a person's way of living and a way of thinking and mm. now i i just want to be that person who gives birth to more of these kind of people who can mm. change their own micro environment and the people in their own micro earth or micro environment atmosphere whatever you want to call it and i believe that ripple effect has already started at a massive scale i i i'm not aware of it because i'm the originating point all right i'm the origin and the cycle has gone out but it has not come back to me yet right now there is still a few years before it comes back so mm-hmm. i have absolutely no idea about who my audience is i have right. absolutely no idea about how many people are hearing me out looking at me etc i i am in complete delusion to be honest because i mm-hmm. only see like i only see good in people and i believe everybody else can also do that but anyway that's a different discussion right. but right. you know like i i i have no idea about the impact that i've created and sometimes i like mm-hmm. when i come across people and stories bro like i like i actually am astonished as to why would someone listen to me this fast that they would change their entire fucking life and it's uh-huh. it's greatly greatly humbling to a point where i have nothing to ask for from my life anymore right i don't want anything whatever i desire is coming to me on its own because i am just focusing on my purpose and i'm doing my thing and i'm not getting into other people's things whoever is getting into my thing sooner or later feels bad feels sad because they were attacking the wrong side you want to have an argument with me you want to have a debate with me please come on let's do it but let's do it with love because only then can we reach a conclusion which is mutually beneficial but if you but if you like attack somebody for voicing their own truth you are not approaching this with the approach that let's become better people together or let's become a better planet together or let's become a better species together you are just trying to make sure that your own echo chamber is still surviving mm-hmm. and that you can still continue believing in your false truths you know mm-hmm. and you can't face the ugly truth so that is why you come off with the attacks you come off with the hate you come off with oh all you know th- this man is a pig or this woman's character is bad because it goes in any way you know like women right. actually bitch more about women than they bitch about men mm-hmm. you know but they do that, that is, in a very sly manner data to that effect too of like, course of course they, they, you know there is tremendous data bro there is no doubt about the differences between a man and a woman's behavior but people right. would not want us to believe that the pc culture would not want us to believe that because it serves their purpose it's all the purpose Christina of the people Hoffman who are selling this argument too that's what you know half from us debra so they they talk about this all the time uh, camille paglia she's a she's a feminist yeah. but she not very anti yeah camille paglia is dope man it's but, insane uh, when do we expect your podcast when uh, what do we uh, what is going to happen in the university tell me tell me more about that what is it that, that we're going for with that stuff so at the university i want to have this one place where any man who wants to unlock his best potential that's the one stop shop for him where mm-hmm. he can learn anything that he wants to learn in order to become a better human being so things which your parents can never teach you because maybe you don't have that level of comfort with them or maybe your parents never developed their own individuality to that level of capability so things because it's not their fault right they didn't have access right. to the things we did and stuff like that right. they've only done their best if you're still right. fucking alive then they've mm-hmm. done their job they love you mm-hmm. they put resources into you they sacrifice their own desires for you so I believe the first people that we should always bow down in front of and think of as god are our parents mm-hmm. all right so it it's not easy like i don't have the guts to have a child right now i just mm-hmm. don't have the guts or the ability to sacrifice that much for somebody i don't have it 
right now. Mm. So it's a monumental feat, man. Raising it's a child monumental. Is and in today's world, fuck, fuck. In today's world, if you have a child, fuck, man. Like you got to save him from every motherfucker out there. Right. You got to save him from every fucking thing out there. From right. you can't let him watch TV. You can't let him get on the internet. You can't let him meet these fucking other people in your society because even their ideas might be fucked up. It's crazy. I don't have the guts. I don't mm-hmm. have the. But anyway, coming back to the thing. Uh, the Freeman University teaching everything that a parent can never teach you that your teachers in school just don't have the capability to even talk about uh, because mm-hmm. they got that job because they thought they needed the money and that is the thing which they can do etc so even they are living a false life uh, next you can't talk about this shit with your friends because maybe not everybody wants to become the best version of themselves and that is completely fine maybe they are just fine being where they are so you lack that support system to engage in and you know become better together so this is a place where you don't feel alone that is why we have the brotherhood and it's going to be a global network now so uh, that's the plan with the university and what i want to do is i want to bring in experts from every field so that whatever a person wants to learn it's the money should not be a barrier to them you know it will be a digital course it will be easy so let's say i want to learn jeet kundo which is uh, bruce lee's martial arts form i know a guy in pune who's part of my network he's an old friend and he's like a next level expert and practitioner of this particular art now i want to approach him get him to design a course for the people and as long as his intent is positive as long as he has value to provide those are the kind of people i want to bring on to the platform and you know teach people everything from personal right. finance learning how to fucking uh invest in stocks for the first time or manage your own money even if you're a basic salaried it professional that's a good or, idea man yeah so because i do believe i'm i'm i don't know everything of course and i'm not right. an expert in everything so i will teach right. things where i believe i can add value but i will have that space for other people to come and teach their own things as well and mm-hmm. most people forget this that the free man just because it has the word man does not mean that it is only for men and they have not understood this yet because mm-hmm. the ideology yeah the yeah. ideology is shaped in such a way that it is adaptable to women i've had more and vi- more and more women recently ask me that why don't you start something like the free women uh, the free woman but truth be told uh, the way i use the word man is as in mankind mm-hmm. all right is as mm-hmm. in the way we've always used it to define history and shit like that so it is just a word it is not the gender that i'm focused on mm-hmm. you know uh, i have women i have women on uh, uh emails instagram etc taking advice from me sharing the stuff that they've learned from me from videos which technically are targeted towards men but mm-hmm. for someone who wants to learn you can learn from a tree who doesn't even say anything you right. can learn from you can learn from anything as long as you mm-hmm. have the desire and as long as you have the intent to recognize the positive in that other person right. because people forget today the biggest problem is that people are forgetting their own goodness simply because they can't see it on the outside they think the only way to survive now is to kill your own goodness and become a motherfucker like everybody else but they don't realize that everybody is good on the inside but everybody's pretending to be a motherfucker on the outside because they think that is the formula to win mm-hmm. 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 it's horrendous it's mm-hmm. delusion it at meaning. another fucking level yeah 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 you know yeah if you um, if you ever need if you find me capable enough and if you ever need uh, me to contribute to the university in any form or fashion i'd be fuck happy yeah fuck I'd yeah bro fuck I'd be yeah happy to be because i think financial literacy is a good place to begin scooping up men in in one direction okay. is that you know like 
get a fucking hold of what a balance sheet means get a fucking hold of how you do your taxes get a fucking hold yeah. of how you make investments into fucking like savings into investment get understand that yeah um, and from there everything from how you talk to um how you dress to yeah. uh, how you communicate which is like yeah. the overall function all of that's very essential i think i think there is scope for that especially with the audience that you have the the size of the audience yeah. that you have i think it's a I think it's a move, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I, I give you, you, I give you credit for that talk. Um, is there a question you have for me? No, man. For now, it's, it's amazing. Like the conversation we had, and I, and I hope this experience turns out uh, something which even my people learn and love a lot. Because I've had a lot of people tell me to do this podcast thing, but recently I, 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 I wasn't listening to the people who loved me. I was listening to the people who did not love me. you know and mm-hmm. and recently my 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 reception of energy and communication has become fine tuned to a level where no poison enters me anymore because uh-huh. i filtered it out way before that person can even enter my life you know right so the closest people to me were already telling me about this podcasting but it never fucking struck me because the 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 things we can talk about in english and that the educated audience of india and the urban and the technically developed whatever you want to fucking call it uh, audience of india can understand i can never put that on youtube man they they'll uh-huh. ban me i can't uh-huh. it's not a free platform it's not it does not support that so they uh-huh. will never they will never ever let that happen but a podcast and personal lectures are the best way to do it and i and i do believe that my coming back to the english audience is massively going to happen by the podcast rather than my english youtube channel i think the english uh-huh. youtube channel for now will be something on which the rest of the world can also discover me uh, because mm-hmm. in the beginning you know when we had the first 10000 subscribers almost uh, 50 to 60% of that was from foreign countries and that is mm-hmm. crazy when mm-hmm. i'm just starting out a youtube channel with you know algorithms that are focused on localization that my content was being found by these people showed me that my content organically won't be supported and that only people who are searching for the truth will be able to find it because they'll do the research to come to those kind of sources like you want to say jordan peterson you want to say your podcast anyone who's trying to be unfiltered and real and put it out there right the only the people who make the effort to find these people will come across it and i love that because this mm-hmm. shit is valuable this shit It's- is more fucking valuable than even getting a 100 you know million dollars in your bank account i definitely the, the believe first, the first stage you need to cross to come across to somebody like you is accept yourself as somebody who's a work in progress yeah right and I we all are self- Yeah I all of us are as a matter of fact yeah. I have to tell myself okay you know what you don't have it figured so let's look yeah. it up information's free on this stuff it's called yeah. the internet so i google yeah. how do i speak to women so i don't embarrass myself every time yeah. and i come across somebody like you or i come across somebody like i don't know whoever who was talking about this stuff yeah. uh but it takes a level of acceptance it takes a level of courage it takes a level of honesty of that the that the that the gossip economy of urban middle class india does not allow for people like us yes. to express without being questioned yes. i say don't give a fuck i say yeah. all of us together can be the forebearers of culture and and, and cultural revolutions if we decide to because yeah. we have the understanding but we are yeah. satiated with just being better than our neighbor yeah. and that i think is the poison of our minds as far as my in group is concerned my people are concerned i grew up there i had to learn to get out of that zone i had to tell myself i had to convince this past version of myself that if i was to tell the truth only good can happen from there correct only good can happen from there and that um 
it's been a fantastic journey it's been a fantastic yeah. journey it's it, it i i hate it when people tell me that i am some sort of a radical thinker as far as my home context is concerned and very yeah. often my parents would tell me that or my or my domestic crowd would tell me that and i'm like if really i i who's the most non confrontational the most uh, <laughs> centrist uh person is radical like i i i honestly i'm just telling the truth man i'm i'm bro i i i 100% know because the reactions that the outside world used to give to me in the start before they kind of understood what i'm trying to do it, i put out a very assaholic vibe all right when somebody comes across me for the first time uh, they will think that i'm someone with that you they will think that i am this i'm that etc whereas the people closest to me were always saying this sarat nobody knows these sides of you that we know because i am the most delicate fucking panda bear ever i am i am like a fucking soft teddy who only wants to love these people and hug them and allow them to get a good night's sleep but these motherfuckers will never understand that because they can't see beyond the first impression they can't they can't see beyond that and they they love to come from a place of higher moral ground that oh we know everything we will tell you what is right and wrong whereas people like us are just putting out our truth we are not even telling people what is right and wrong we are putting out our truth we are putting out right. our it's a buffet it's a yeah. buffet pick up yeah. whatever you want leave whatever you want you don't yeah. have to listen to me yeah. i get that uh, yeah. but on that note man this has been fantastic i think we went on for like beautiful. two hours or something beautiful this has been a great time uh, hopefully uh, people get to hear this hopefully people find out about you whoever this is insane insane to you yeah i think i think uh, if there is one message you and i commonly agree on is that we do not hold back on truth and 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 that's the journey both of us are are on on a personal level on a social level on a cultural level yeah. on a ideological level um, yeah it's been it's been fantastic man let's stay in touch of course man we I, i've already told you i've already told you uh, the request which i had for you towards the end of the year what you have to try from your own side in your own university mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. that is hopefully that if that works out then you know definitely we'll be able to meet but i know sooner or later we will end up meeting anyway we will end up sharing a stage talking about these kind of things with people mm-hmm. who are only wanting to you know spread the love which they have within themselves to the rest of the world outside i don't mm-hmm. care about whether people are rich or poor i don't care about whether people are feminist or not feminist i don't care about any of that shit man i i really really adore every human being or any being with life inside of them because i know the potential of that life and i know that the goodness it carries should not be diminished just because the rest of the world is a little bit dark you know right. so right. whether whether it is people attacking me but learning from me or it is people worshiping me and learning from me i don't care as long as they're learning and as long as I know that fuck man this this shit worked you know people were able to bring a change personally in their own life I don't care about what they do on the outside I don't care about how much money they earn how many girlfriends they make I don't care about any of that shit I just care about that at night they get a peaceful night sleep they don't wake up with depression they don't wake up the next day saying oh fuck I don't want to get out of the bed that's all I care about because I have been in those fucking places right I have been in those that. fucking places I get that you know cheers to that cheers to that cheers man. to that man cheers to that. cheers to that I, I picked up my tikka you should do that thing cheers cheers okay fantastic uh if you like the stuff might i please remind you to please press the subscribe button if you liked it enough if you press the subscribe button it only helps other listeners come to find the podcast more easier 
Also, if you disagree with something, you are more than welcome to approach me on any of my social media handles or my email. My email is mailme.prakargupta.gmail.com. Finally, leave a feedback, leave a review. It really helps people who are listening, who are checking my podcast out to find if they'd be interested in this content or not. And eventually, if you just love this podcast and you cannot stop thinking about it, share it with somebody. It really helps my audience grow a little bigger. Thank you so much for listening. It's been incredibly fun doing this for you.